Hello from the podcast studios of Gardner-Webb University, and welcome to Web Chat. I'm your host, Richard McDevitt, and today we have the great pleasure of talking to a 15-time Grammy Award-winning artist and the headline act as we open our new Brinkley Amphitheater. We'll talk with the legendary Ricky Skaggs right after this. Cybersecurity is one of the most important and in-demand skill sets in today's world. And a degree in cybersecurity can provide you the foundations to identify and protect against security threats, outsmart criminals, and support governments and top organizations in their efforts to keep data safe. Cybersecurity is a rapidly growing field, and a degree from Gardner-Webb University can give you the edge you need to begin a successful career in this essential industry. The cybersecurity program is offered in person for traditional undergraduate students, as well as fully online in the degree completion DCP program. Gardner-Webb University's cybersecurity degree is based on guidelines supported by the National Security Agency, the FBI, and other high-profile organizations. For more information, visit gardner-webb.edu or call 704-406-4489. First of all, uh, Ricky Skaggs, w- welcome to uh, Web Chat here for Gardner Web. Uh, let me just start off with a simple question for you. Your career is legendary. It dates back to when you were very young, five or six years old. A first gig with Bill Monroe. After everything you've done, and you've played and all over the world and done music with so many different people, do you still get excited to come and open a new venue like ours tomorrow night in, in Boiling Springs, go into new places, meet new audiences? Well, Yes, I mean it's it's exciting every time we we go to a a new place. Um, we're really excited to you know get to come to Gardner Webb, the great university, and this new Brinkley Center, I guess. And and I just found out a few days ago that it's kind of like a christening for this new uh, this new center. So it really is exciting. No better way to do it. Your career has been amazing. We could spend our whole time together just talking about numbers, you know, number one hits, all the CMAs, Grand Old Opry members since you were, gosh, 28 years old. Um, from all your many awards that you've received, do any of them stand out, one or two that mean something special to you? Well, 15 Grammys is uh, is is pretty, uh, pretty amazing for a bluegrass artist. You know, I, I know... Uh, I know Vince has quite quite a few more, and and uh, Allison Kraft has quite a quite a load as, <laughs> as well. But uh, yes, yeah, she does. We love her. I guess Entertainer of the Year uh, in 1985. That that was a pretty big one. Uh, male Vocalist of the Year. You know, <clears throat> uh, Hall of Fame Hall of Fame member, Country Music Hall of Fame, uh, Bluegrass Music Hall of Fame. Kentucky Music Hall of Fame. I mean, all of those things are, are really, really great. Uh, President Trump uh, awarded me with the, uh, you know, the Medal of uh, Arts Award. That's right. That's right. And uh, that was, uh, wow, that was pretty, pretty amazing. Uh, that was, that's a big deal. I mean, it's, it's only uh, given 
uh, to someone you know, by a president, you know, and uh, so that was was very 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 honorable thing. Uh, I see. Absolutely. Well, that that's a pretty good list, and it's a pretty a pretty amazing list. Yeah. Um, Ricky, am, among your long list of collaborators, uh, you played with Flats and Scruggs. We're we're very much in Earl Scruggs territory over here in Cleveland County. Oh North yeah, Carolina. Yeah. Can you give us your favorite Earl Scruggs story? <laughs> well, I asked him one day. We we thought that you know. That, that there was a a musical reason that they that they tuned up you know higher in pitch than a four forty which is standard yes. pitch you know I said Earl why don't you guys why they tune so high and he said well he said we tuned where Lester's guitar come out of the case you know <laughs> meaning wherever Lester's guitar was if it was if it had gotten hot in the car you know. Uh, and raised up a little bit, you know, that, that's where, that's where standard tune was going to be that day, you know? <laughs> and, uh, that was, that was so, uh, so funny. Oh. And, uh, cause I thought it was some, you know, mathematical, you know, thing, because you go back and listen to a lot of their records and man, they are just like, if most people would have cut something in, in, in G, they were in, in, in a flat, you know, like a <laughs> uh, half step up, you know, which is, that's a lot. I mean, for a banjo, it's not so bad. It, it puts a little more pressure on the banjo head, which to me makes it sound a little bit better. But for a mandolin or for, you know, acoustic guitar, uh, and even fiddles, you know, I mean, that's, that's, that's up there. Oh, gosh, yes. Acoustic instruments. I guess you could always tell where uh, uh, Lester's guitar had been, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, um, I will say that the the list of people you played with, Ricky, reads like a who's who of 20th century popular music. And, and there's people in that group that are country and bluegrass and people, your fans and others would expect those folks to be collaborating with you. Everybody like, oh gosh, Lou Harris and her hot band. But, but you've also played with people like Rye Cooter. What do you think makes yeah. you? What do you think makes you so comfortable across all these different genres? And is there one you'd like to try that you haven't already done? I got to say, um, working with Rye was was really, really uh, some great music. And I and I think you know it took a while for him to get comfortable with us because you know the kind of people I think that Rye was around a lot, you know, rock guys, uh, they really stayed to themselves and, and, uh, and they didn't ride buses. They'd fly in somewhere and they'd pick them up in the limousine, take them to the hotel. That limousine would take them on to the show. They'd get back in the limousine right. and they'd go, you know, just do the whole thing. And, uh, so Rise a pretty, pretty tall guy. And, uh, I think these buses, you know, kind of freaked him out a little bit you know he didn't rest rest as well as uh you know as we could because we kind of you know grew up in them but musically we had we made some great great music you know especially with the whites with us and yes. Mr. Buck playing playing piano uh it was it was some great music and uh it was something rye had wanted to do for a long time we didn't know that at the, at the beginning but uh but really he had wanted this the sound in his music uh, and to be 
someone that could, could climb into this music and be comfortable, you know, and we made it comfortable for him, and, and it was great. No, it's um, it's wonderful stuff. You know, his albums zigzag all over the place, uh, you know, over, oh, yeah. over the years. <laughs> they yeah. do. They do. And we recorded every uh, every uh, every show that we did with, with Rye, and so we've got those shows that at some point, I, you know, I'm, I'm just just renovating my my studio and uh we're going to start you know releasing some of these live live recordings from me and kentucky thunder uh and try to release some stuff with rye oh man you know and uh and we just we just got so many jewels and and uh you know in cyber cyberspace in the cloud somewhere <laughs> you know but uh wow, yes. but it's it's, it's going to be great you know and uh i love doing collaborations you know it's just it's fun but I, you know, you were asking me, you know, why sometimes these things work, when, especially when they're so different. And I, I think it's all honor and respect. You know, yeah. I mean, I would never, uh, I would never want to make music with someone that I didn't really love a lot, uh, honor and respect their abilities to play and sing, and and uh, you know, even though it might not be the kind of music that that I've always you know done or listened to. Uh, but cause I, you know, I hadn't, uh, hadn't played really with Jack White before, uh, I listened to some of the White Stripes music and yeah. uh, some of his solo stuff. Uh, but he, he loves traditional country and bluegrass music. You know, uh, he, he produced a, a record, uh, you know, for on Loretta Lynn and Wanda Jackson, you know, uh, the rockabilly queen, you know, from the fifties and, uh, you know, I think a lot of it just has has to do with honor and respect. Yeah, I think that's well said. I mean, musicians uh, speak musician, and they uh, and they, and they're unique that way. And I think they can see one another yeah. in a way that's different. Yeah. Well, two more, just quick questions before we, we okay. respect all right. your time. What, what can we expect from you all on Saturday night? Any anything special on the set list? You got any surprises for us? Well, we've got a whole lot of you know instrumentals been writing over the last few years and we'll be doing uh, quite a few instrumentals of of all the bluegrass bands out there i don't really think people people don't do a whole lot of instrumentals these days i mean you know i think you know they'll do an old monroe tune or something like right. that but uh we do uh at least five to six you know instrumentals in a whole you know 90 minute set and uh so it, it's fun we, we love doing it and uh you know we have Highway 40 Blues and Uncle Penn, um, you know, wouldn't change you if I could. You know, a lot of those yeah. were, were number one country records. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll be doing some of those. And, and uh, you know, we do we do gospel, but, I mean, we do a fair amount, you know, of, yeah. of gospel songs, uh, you know, in the set from uh, from Mosaic, uh, this gospel CD that I did uh, back in 2010. That's right. And uh, so, you know, it's to me, it's a well-rounded uh show of music that I love and I think, you know, audiences love, but, but I, one of the things that, that we really, you know, focus on is trying to just make people feel joy, you know, and, and give them hope, you know, that, uh, you know, this, our, our greatest days are ahead of us, you know, don't look at the right now, look at the later on, you know, and, uh, and maybe that's, um, that's pie in the sky for a lot of people, but, you know, if you love Jesus, you know, I I just believe that God's got this. I mean, all the stuff that's blowing up around the world, uh, this hasn't caught 
the Lord by surprise. You know, I mean, he knows what's going on. And, uh, and I, I trust him that he's, he's in a position that he's going to deal with evil in this world. And, uh, so, and I, I don't, I don't believe, you know, that, that it's, that he's going to rapture us out of here. I mean, that would be like a rescue mission, you know, or a rescue operation. I mean, I, I don't read that in the scriptures, although it's, it's preached a lot, but, uh, I just, uh, I think we got, you know, we got some time to, to become the church that he died for. And, uh, and we, we express that, you know, when we're out singing and playing and, and, uh, trying to bring, bring some joy and hope to folks. I think that's a lot for boy. That sounds like a good night coming Saturday night. So I think that the crowd will be very excited and, and that's almost sold out. We've only got a handful of tickets left, so it's going to be a big and oh, that's great. enthusiastic crowd. And it's going to be a beautiful night weather-wise. Just, just one final last thing o- opening for you at our new amphitheater, aside from Will Jones, who's from William Morris out in Nashville is going to be one uh-huh. of our Gardner Webb students, Lindy Bryson, who just won a Don Gibson songwriting competition. We're very proud of her. We think you'll like her too. What encouragement do you give to young artists when they're getting started? Yeah, be an original. Don't be a copy. Yeah, and uh, you know if you're, uh, you know, I think God gives every one of us a, a, a fingerprint, thumbprint that's unique to us, and I believe that He gives us a voice print. And uh, I think you know it's important for us to use the voice that God gave us and not try to. You know, it's one thing if you want to, you know, sing a song and respect someone and honor them, you know, but but sing it that, that comes out of your voice, comes out of your heart, and uh, just try to encourage people to, to, to do that. That worked very well for me uh, in 1981 when I had my, my first hits. Outstanding. That's great advice. Uh, Ricky Skaggs, thank you so much for being with us today on this quick podcast. We appreciate it so much. We're excited to see you on Saturday, uh, and the crowd can't wait. I'll tell you that. There's a lot of excitement here. Well, thanks for having me on today. I sure do appreciate it. We're excited about uh, about Saturday. It's going to be a great time. All right. Safe travels, and we'll see you tomorrow. All righty. Thank you. Bye-bye. That's all for now. Thanks again to Ricky Skaggs for joining us, and thank you for joining us on WebChat. You can find Gardner Web University podcasts on your usual sites, Amazon, Apple, Spotify, and others. You can keep up with all things Gardner Web online. And remember, our next Brinkley Amphitheater show will be November 18th with Balsam Range and special guest Fireside Collective. Tickets are on sale now. Until next time, I'm Richard McDevitt. God bless and Skodogs.